Welcome to Network Marketing Success Secrets. I'm your host, Gloria McDonald. On this podcast, I'm going to share with you all of my best tools, tips, ideas, and techniques to help you get more leads, have a steady stream of highly qualified prospects coming in every single day, close more sales, and recruit more team members so that you can spend more time doing the things you love and less time doing the things you don't. I'm curious, let me ask you, how much could you really achieve and accomplish if you had a clear, simple, and proven roadmap to success and a mentor who knows how to guide you each step of the way? In this moment, you're standing on the threshold of an amazing life, and it's time for you to walk across that threshold to finally achieve your dreams with clarity and confidence, no matter how big your dreams may be. I know you can achieve these dreams because you are amazing, genius, and divine. Now let's get to the episode. Welcome everyone. Today I am very, very excited to be with Kathy Reuter. Kathy is a network marketer extraordinaire. And today we're going to talk about how overcoming limiting beliefs, you know, those nasty little sniggly limiting beliefs, is the fastest way to break out of a plateau. So welcome, Kathy. It's great to have you here today. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, Kathy, can you tell us just a little bit about your background in network marketing? When did you get involved? How did you get involved? Have you been with like 12 different companies before you finally had success? Okay. So yeah, this is a very interesting story. So actually I started out as an elementary school teacher um, with my master's degree in special education before I had children. So I have um, a son who's 10, a daughter who's nine and another son who's three and a half years old. And so I was a teacher before I had them for 10 years. I resigned from teaching to be a stay-at-home mom. And then about two years into the journey, when my daughter was four months old and my son was about 22 months old, was when our back was against the wall and we had massive amounts of debt and we had completely depleted our entire savings account, living off of one income, which my husband was providing. And that is when somebody told me about um, Beachbody, a network marketing company. And, you know, at that point in my life, now this was nine years ago now, that's where I was at the crossroads where I was like, do I I either go back to teaching and not be a stay-at-home mom, which is what I didn't want to do, or I give this other thing a shot. And so even though I had all cards against me on paper, you would have never thought I would have succeeded. I just need to earn a couple hundred dollars basically to be able to make ends meet so that I could stay home with the kids. And so I got started, even though my husband was a super skeptic, (laughs) dove in, (laughs) got to love that. I'm the kind of person where I like to prove people wrong. So I was actually fueled by all those people who were telling me I couldn't do it. So by day, I was home with my kids. By night, I worked my business head down. Um, And my first 11 months, I was able to build a six-figure business. And I've never looked back since then. And over the years, um, people have always asked me, you know, how were you able to build such a fast business? Like, how are you able to build that six-figure business while raising two little kids at home um, with all these things going against you? And that's when I decided that, hey, you know what? I should probably create my own program and teach other people how to do it too. Um, And that's when I created the Mindset Accelerator program um, almost a year ago and launched my Do Life Big podcast as well. So that's, that's where I'm at now. Now I teach other people how to shut out those limiting beliefs so that they can reach that level of success that they want in their business as well. Because Kathy, that's really what it is, right? It's the limiting beliefs. I mean, 
honestly, what you and I did have done to become successful in network marketing, make six figure, multiple six figure, multiple seven figure incomes, and everybody else who's had that level of success and beyond, the actual steps we've taken have been really quite simple. Not to be confused with easy because it's the mindset that makes it difficult, right? Right. The steps are simple. Oh, yeah. The steps are really simple. And that's the whole thing with limiting beliefs is that they never truly like 100% go away. It's just that the people who are at that level, that six figure and beyond level, they have gotten really good at being able to just catch them right on the spot and not let them stop you from where you want to go. They're really good at being able to flip them and turn them into more empowering beliefs. So that way they don't plateau in their business and they don't go backwards. They continue to rise and continue to grow and have success. And most importantly, enjoy the journey along the way, like truly be excited about their business. Yeah. So what would be your best piece of advice to somebody who's plateaued? Now, let's say the plateau, because I know a lot of people listening to this, their plateau might be that they only have one customer and one team member, and that one team member is doing nothing. And they that's where they've been for the last three and a half years. Now, there might be somebody who's plateaued at 10 team members and 20 customers, right? right? Wherever you are, what's your best piece of advice to somebody who just can't seem to move it forward and get where they want to be with their business? Well, the first thing that I always start is by asking, you know, what are you making that mean about you personally? You know, that plateau that you're at, or the fact that maybe you only have one to two team members or, you know, one customer, and maybe it's been five months, you know, what are you making that mean about yourself? Are you making it mean something negative about yourself? Are you making it mean that you're less than, are you internally telling yourself, see, I just knew that this would never work out. I knew that I didn't really have what it takes, or this is as far as I'm going to go with this. You know, that's, those are all limiting beliefs that are getting in your way. And so the key is that with whatever you have going on in your business, whatever plateau you're at, whatever roadblock you're at, whatever you've got going on in your specific business, what's the story that you're telling yourself? Keep whatever's happening neutral and just as is instead of tying a negative meaning to it because it's just simply not true. And it's just a thought that you've put there and you've created on your own. And the thing is, is that when you create those negative thoughts and those limiting beliefs, it doesn't make you feel good. You know, it decreases your, yeah, no, it exactly like it totally decreases your lack of belief and your lack of confidence. And if you don't feel good and you don't feel confident and you don't have belief in you, then how are you ever really going to be willing to show up and do the, what you need to do to get to the level that you want to get to? So don't make it mean anything negative about yourself is the biggest takeaway that I, that I can give you, because I know what it's like to be that you know, discouraged entrepreneur that had the big dreams because I did go through that where I plateaued for a couple of years. And it was because I tied meaning to the roadblocks that I was hitting during that time. I had tied a meaning to, oh, I'm failing, which means I'm the failure. And I didn't understand at the time that failure is a part of the entrepreneurial process and that they're more important than the successes. And you have to go through them if you want to grow. Yeah, that is so true. And Almost all of us tend to think the successes are so much more important than the failures, but you're so right. The failures are so important. Oh my gosh. If I think about all the failures I've had, I mean, (laughs) I was an unmitigated disaster at network marketing for years and years and years and years and years. People would be shocked 
I mean, I have no problem talking about it, but I think people are shocked because they get an image in their mind of who I am or maybe who you are, if they know you or whatever. And they think we came out of the womb being (laughs) incredibly successful. It's like, no, that is not the way it worked. Not at all. I mean, I had so much rejection. I was never, ever, 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 ever going to do network marketing again, ever done. Oh my gosh. See, and it's so true because they would always say, like, I remember hearing way back when I first started, you know, the people who are where you want to go are the ones who have failed the most. And at that time for me personally, I mean, I wasn't having any, any failures. I grew so fast and I just had it in my mind. Hey, well, nothing's going to stop me. It's just this straight line to success. I was just a total newbie, just an amateur in terms of anything business right. related whatsoever. And it wasn't until I hit those roadblocks where I was able to finally be able to get over that and learn that, hey, this is the most important part of the journey. You have to go through those troubled times and those roadblocks so you can learn from them. Like They're all learning opportunities. They're not failures. You're not the failure. It's just all there to teach you something. And until you learn the lesson that you need to learn, you're going to continue to be stuck there for a long time. <laughs> so what was what was the roadblock for you? So the roadblock for me was when I had, I grew to that six figure success in my first 11 months. And I was just on this road to this skyrocket success. Like nothing's going to stop me. Okay. Come on. Right. Like, you know, something's going to happen. Like for real. And I just started having teammates like lose belief in themselves. They started quitting. They started dropping rank. I started dropping rank. And then when all those little things were happening, instead of me just looking at those as like, this is just part of the business. You know, you're not really responsible for for that. You know, some people get into it, they realize it's not for them. That's okay. It's not for everybody. I tied a meaning to that and I made all those people quitting or them losing rank and then us losing rank that, hey, I was a failure. I'm just not going to go as far as I thought I was going to go. I don't really have what it takes to go to the level that I really envisioned for myself. Or if I was a great leader, people wouldn't be leaving. So these were the kinds of stories that were all made up that I was putting inside my head and they were just sucking the life out of me. And I just felt burnt out and exhausted and I didn't want to do my business anymore. And this business that I was so excited to do every day that brought me so much joy was now nothing more than just a chore and almost felt like, well, what's the point? Because I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to get to the level that I want to get to anyway. So what's the point in doing all this work? And so that's where I went wrong. I made all those things mean that I was the failure. And it took me a good two years to really just reprogram the way that I was thinking and talking to myself in that one particular area so that I could continue to grow and get to the next level. Yeah, that's so interesting that you said that, because I think that other thing that people think is that, oh, yeah, well, successful people, yeah, we all know they have ups and downs, but their their ups or downs might only be two days or two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, no, (laughs) but it's, yeah, it's interesting that you said two years because a lot of people know that I lost everything, not in network marketing, but I had a matchmaking business and I lost everything, cash, retirement savings, everything. When I was 56 years old, not a good time to do that, by the way, (laughs) it took me a good solid two years of nonstop, nonstop mental work. I had to rebuild myself. It was grueling mentally. Oh, it is. And it was two years. So interesting that you said that. Oh yeah. It was, it was, it's a long process and it's just, it can be, most people would have totally thrown in the towel and quit, but in my mind, like there's no quitting in my blood. So (laughs) 
I was yeah. like, I am going to figure this out. And so that was my, my biggest struggle is that one limiting belief was making failures and roadblocks in my business mean that I was the failure or wasn't meant to really go the distance. So, kudos to you because you're obviously much stronger than I, I am because <laughs> it's not that quitting isn't in my genes, although I would say that's probably true. But for me at 56 years old, I needed to make money. I mean, I, I had no retirement left. Yeah. I've been an entrepreneur for, I don't know, like 15 years or so. I had no retirement income left. I cashed it all in. Oh my gosh. Retirement, uh, hire me. I've been out of the workforce for 18 years, I think, by that point, because I've been an entrepreneur for that long. So nobody's going to hire me. I need income just to pay for the mortgage and the car and food on the table and everything else. And my back was so up against the wall. I had to do it. I had no choice. Mm -hmm. So kudos to you for doing it when (laughs) choices, right? Oh my but, gosh. It's, I feel like though, when your back is against the wall like that, that's when you really can see what you're made of. You know, I mean, that's well, yeah, amazing. I mean, you know, that saying that the enemy of great is good. And I think that's so true for so many of us, you know, life's okay. So I don't really have to do that much with this network marketing business thing, you know? Exactly. And I, you know, I would say that to myself all the time. I started justifying my plateau, I started saying things like, well, you know, Kathy, you only ever wanted to earn a couple hundred dollars every month for God's sakes. I mean, you've way surpassed that a couple hundred thousand dollars. Just be grateful for how far you've come. You should be thankful this opportunity came into your life. Be grateful for what you did. You're just not going to go as far as you wanted. Who cares? That's what I was telling myself, but really it was just me just kind of tapping out and listening to that, you know, that negative talk in my mind telling me that you're just never going to go as far as you thought. <laughs> so, yeah. So for people who are listening to this, um, what are some of the most common limiting beliefs that people m- might or might not be aware that they have? Yeah. So the, a lot of them that I hear, I mean, there's so many of them yeah. <laughs> really, but the most common ones are people saying that they don't have enough time or when they look at other people, like they're constantly doing that comparison game and they're looking at other people and they're saying things like, well, of course they can do that. Of course they're growing their business as quickly as they can. They do this full time or they have a nanny or they have help or they have more time or they have a supportive husband. So they're kind of blaming their growth on all the external circumstances that are going on versus looking at themselves and really understanding that they're the ones responsible for it. Or maybe they're stuck. And so now their limiting belief is, you know, I've tried everything. I'm just stuck. That, that's a limiting belief too. That's a really common limiting belief. Um, or who am I to have such big goals anyways? I hear that yeah. one a lot. Yeah. You yeah. know, just not really believing that they're worthy and deserving of the success that they see other people having, even though deep down they know that they're meant for more. Yeah. They still have that thought on repeat in their mind. Like, well, who really am I to set such lofty goals? Right. So let's say I'm aware that I have a limiting belief. Okay, what do I do? What steps should I take (laughs) if I'm aware that I've got a limiting belief? So so definitely, and you can put this in the show notes, I'm sure too, but I did create a free guide um, that will really be helpful for your listeners. It's kathyreuter.com slash think this, not that. And it has all of the most common limiting beliefs that online entrepreneurs think and what they think, and then what they should think instead, that more empowering belief that they can think instead. That's really the key to these people who you see having such extreme success. So anyways, you have this limiting belief, 
And what are you supposed to do with it? So this is where we have to understand that you have this limiting belief. You have this negative thought that's in your mind. Like, I'm never going to go as far as I thought I was going to. And every time you have that limiting belief, your thoughts create these feelings. And so it's this cycle because ultimately at the end of the day, the results that you want and the results that you have right now in your business and your life are all created by the thoughts that you've had in the past. It's your thoughts that create your reality, right? So you have these thoughts now, which aren't serving you because it's a negative thought. It's a limiting belief. And then those feelings create you, those thoughts create feelings in you. They either are feel good feelings or they're going to make you feel lousy. So when I was thinking that thought, for example, back in the day, the limiting belief of you just don't have what it takes to grow to the level that you had envisioned, that was making me feel like garbage about myself, right? Right. And when then when you feel that way, your feelings either get you to take inspired action, which is going to move you closer to the goal that you want, or it's going to cause you to take inaction and do nothing. And so when I started having that limiting belief and I was feeling like garbage about myself, that's when I started to kind of go through the motions still. I was always still working, but I wasn't coming at it with energy or enthusiasm or confidence because I didn't really deep down believe it was going to do anything. And I started to become a little bit inconsistent. And so those actions that you take then go on to create results. And the results are either going to be the results you want or the results you don't want. And because of that limiting belief that I had, I wasn't getting the results I wanted. My income wasn't growing. I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I wasn't excited by my business anymore. I didn't really want to do it. And then those those feelings that you have, that whole end result just solidifies those beliefs. And the cycle just goes on and on and on and on. And so the most important thing to do is if you can print out that sheet, at least that free guide that I have, at least if you know what yours is, you can stop it right on the spot and train your brain. Like you really truly have to reprogram the way that you think. And it's practice just like anything else. It's just like learning to do anything new that you've never done before. You have to practice, 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 practice. And so you have that limiting belief and you put a new one in place. It's a more empowering one, right? Oh, this is, this is, taking me a little bit longer than I thought, but that's okay. I'm going to keep working at it instead of being like, see, I'm not meant to do this. you know. And then you just train your brain to think differently. And then as time goes on with all this practice, you can stop these limiting beliefs so much faster than the average person. And they don't cause you to have the plateaus and they don't cause you to go backwards in your income and feel like you're going to quit you know, or that you, maybe this isn't for you. Right. So I would start with that. Yeah. I remember so clearly during that two-year period when I was trying to reinvent myself, it was really a mental challenge, a mental, emotional challenge, way more than it was a business challenge. Yeah. I had to recreate a whole new business, but I remember (laughs) hours swimming laps in the pool in the condo building we lived in, just really repatterning my brain. It was like meditative for hours. I would, you know, reverse those limiting beliefs, just constantly reverse them. And then it's like moment by moment throughout the day, starting to be aware of how you feel because you can't track every thought you possibly have. Exactly. Start being aware of how you feel and then shift your energy to feel better. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's such, it's such a process. And I just remember like doing so much personal development back then. And it wasn't doing a darn thing because I really just needed to change the way I was thinking about myself during this one part of my business journey. It was, it was a long, it was a long haul, but we, we figured it out. (laughs) So if somebody's watching this and they're, 
they're not sure whether or not they really have any limiting beliefs or not, or they're not sure what they are. How do those limiting limiting beliefs show up in our lives? So usually, I mean, you could just ask somebody, hey, what's what's this big goal that you have for your life that you wish that you could achieve right now? If you could achieve any goal in your business, what would it be? And they'll tell you. And then if you say, okay, well, why is it that you haven't achieved that goal yet? Like, what would you say is attributing to that? Usually what they're going to say next is that limiting belief. But what ends up happening is that if you end up having these limiting beliefs, it comes through with you just, you feel like you're going through the motions. You feel like you're more on autopilot. You know, you feel like you're just settling, saying things like I used to say, hey, well, this is as good as it's going to get. Just be grateful. Just be grateful. You have something. You're you're making a difference. You're making an impact. You you are inspiring other people. You're motivating other people. Um, it will also cause you to not want to even set goals. Like when the new year comes, you know, you start the beginning of the year. I'm not even going to bother putting any goals down on the vision board. I'm not going to even make a vision board because last year I didn't hit any of them. So what's the point? Or even when you do go to set goals for your business or your life, they're just you know, play it safe goals. There's no big, huge, ambitious goals that you can go towards because you lack that belief in yourself. Um, just never really truly reaching your full potential that you have, just kind of coasting along, going through the motions. And you'll just have this constant feeling of just almost like discouragement and being uneasy because you know deep down that you're meant for more. Like you know that you're capable of so much more, but why are you not there yet? So if you have any of those feelings, that's how it can come across. And then it just, it pours into all of your other areas of your life too, not just your business, right? You settle in your business goals, you start to settle in other areas of your life. You start just being okay with mediocrity and just, eh, it's all right. I mean, it doesn't suck, but it's not the best. It's fine for now, that kind of mentality. And we don't want that because you have one life. You want to, you want to be like, yes, I am running this awesome business, right? I'm living my best life. You want to feel excited. Yeah, absolutely. And that is that the enemy of great is good thing, right? It's it's the way our brains are wired, right? Our brains are wired to keep us safe. That's and true. Even if what we know is not great or not good. I mean, it's why it's why we hear these stories all the time of abused and battered women who right. stick in a really bad relationship, an abusive right. relationship. It's because it's what they know. And even though it's not physically safe or mentally, emotionally safe, their brain still, because it's the known. Oh, yeah. Right. So we we keep ourselves in a safe mode. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's true. You know, your brain just wants to keep you comfy, cozy, and keep you right where you are. And anytime anything new or any kind of new idea pops up that maybe you have an idea to do or something out of your comfort zone, it will do whatever it can to get you to not do it because it's just trying to protect you. So you have to force yourself to just do it anyway. You have that instinct. You have that gut feeling. Do it anyway. Listen to it. Yeah. And it's, let's be honest. Is it easy? No. It's not always easy at all, right? It's not. What would you say was your toughest challenge going through that two-year period? Yeah, well... Honestly, I think it was just my internal voice all the time because I had started with so like I had so much confidence and belief in myself. And I was proud of myself. Yeah. And when I was going through that two-year period, I just just losing that belief in myself, really wondering, am I ever going to regain this belief in myself? Am I ever going to be able to regain that confidence that I had in myself? I mean, 
it was affecting me subconsciously all the time. You know, I was more moody going around all the time, just the way I was acting. I wasn't as happy. I was constantly stressed because I was plateaued and I wasn't growing. And that stinks, right? Like if you're not growing, it's boring. It's fun when you're growing, right? When you're growing, you're, and that just allows you to have more of an impact. So I would say definitely the hardest part for me was just battling through those internal voices and losing that belief and confidence in myself, going from being so inflated with so much confidence and energy and enthusiasm all the time to like shrunk down, you know, like someone just kind of burst my bubble a little bit. Do you remember a turning point? Was there a specific turning point for you? I do actually remember my turning point. I'll never forget it. So I was actually up in Massachusetts at the time and I was walking around this field up there and I was listening to personal development and I was listening. His name is James Wedmore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he runs the Mind Your Business podcast and he had a guest speaker on there, Jim Fortin. And he said this one line and it was like an instant light bulb went on for me. He said, because I was just constantly listening to uh, personal development all the time, looking right. for an it, like, please get me out of this. You know, like I'm yeah. doing the work. I mean, I was doing this before. What is wrong with me? Right. Please somebody help me. Right. And I was constantly working on my thoughts. And he said this one line, he said, you are the thinker of your thoughts. And when he said that line, I was instant light bulb went on and was like, literally I paused it. And I looked at my husband and I go, I can't believe this. I have literally been creating all of these BS stories and thoughts in my head. Like I've been putting them there (laughs) and I've been listening to them and I've been believing them and I've had them on repeat every single day for almost two years now, (laughs) totally sabotaging my happiness and my success and how I was feeling. I did it. No one else did it. And then I was looking back on my life to all the other times in my life that things didn't work out the way that I wanted to. And I was doing it then too. I could see myself looking at those failures of the times where it didn't work out and being like, you're just not meant for this or you suck. <laughs> yeah, that's literally the story I was telling myself. So it was that one line that made me realize you can change the way that you think. You're responsible for it. No one else, no circumstances, doesn't matter what you have going on. You are responsible for the thoughts that you think and you can always control that. And that's that was my turning point. <laughs> Wow. Good for you. So Kathy, again, for those people who want to get started, you've got a fantastic free guide. You go to kathyreuter.com slash think this, not that. Correct. Yes, correct. Kathy is spelled K-A-T-H-I and Reuter is spelled R-E-U-T-E-R. Check out the link to get Kathy's free guide. Kathy, anything else you want to share as a, you know, final parting tidbit for anyone? Yeah, just print out that guide, start working on your thoughts and your mind more than anything else. You know, you should work harder on that than anything else in life. And if you do that, everything else falls into place so much easier. That is absolutely so true. Kathy, thank you so, so much. I so appreciate you sharing your story and sharing your wisdom with us today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. 